Welcome back to the Create Smarter Podcast. Um, this is your host, Brooklyn Murdoch. I am joined by these lovely two people today. Would you guys please introduce yourselves? Yes, my name is Marissa Yulewski. And Kyle McNaught. In this episode of Create Smarter, um, we do have a special Halloween theme today um, for the month of October in spooky season. Um, last time, we did touch on a few horror films, which I know Marissa was a huge fan of, and it was awesome. <laughs> yes. But we're going to take it up a notch today. We're going to, you know, come at you guys with another episode that we like to call Bop or Flop. Is it blue? Oh, Bop or Flop time. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was really yeah, yeah. good. Um, so, as Kyle is our other kind of spooky season fanatic and the one who's not not so much. I'm just here for the fall. The last spooky season. <laughs> the, yes, exactly. Um, so we're going to do a series of marketing techniques today um, used recently that kind of fall under our, our theme that we have going today. So my guests here are going to be trying to decide whether these techniques are bops or flops, meaning bops, a success, flops, not so much. Um, so... We are going to start off with one of the most recent things that I have personally seen. And this is going to be a little hands-on game for us oh today. God, Marissa excited. is going to be our test subject. Oh, boy. So. What have I signed up for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing you great. I'll tell you that. Why do you keep <laughs> signing up for this? Because I, it's spooky season and, it you is know, marketing, season. but also I just, you know, <laughs> Marketing is spooky. You marketing like is really oh. scary. Marketing <laughs> takes guts. Um, do, do, do you have it? Perfect. Anyways, so we have the new Saw film coming out this fall. I think it actually already has come out. It did, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but they are doing something a little different from what I have seen in horror films recently. So we're going to do a little hands-on exercise. Marissa, do you have your phone with you? I do have I'm going to have you pull out your phone for me really quick. Okay. All right. So, Marissa, I'm going to have you call this number. Okay. 310. Yep. 564 81 Four, four. All right. Do I dial it now? Mm hmm Okay. Hello there. Thank you for reaching out. A very brave thing to do. I hear that they were looking for a restart, a cleanse. But I must ask, are you sure this are is you? the right path for you? <laughs> <laughs> What you are about to experience will truly put you to the test. A test unlike any other that you've faced before. If you'd still like to proceed, simply text. I want to play a game. Ooh. Oh my god! Good luck. Thank you. Oh, he ended the call! <laughs> oh my god. So... I actually ended up doing this because you know me. Why why the why wouldn't I? <laughs> so after you text the number and you text I want to play a game, mm -hmm. um, you're gonna you go through basically like a series of different things to get to the actual game. First you have to add Lionsgate to your contact, whatever. You have to put in your email though. This is where they kind of make you kind of subscribe in a way. You have to add your email, your you know, your name and whatnot to be part of like the Lionsgate community. So you'll like receive like um, more like promotions and like their like newsletters and stuff like that, um, which is an interesting way, but then is when you can start playing the game. And he'll just, you know, ask you like a series of riddles basically, but it's, it's very ominous the way he texts. It's like, after you call and you send that text, he's like, very well, very well done. Like Billy's pleased with you or something like that. And it's just, 
it's a little weird. But <laughs> so knowing this, doing that little interactive thing, what do you guys think about that? Um, do you think it was a bop or a flop? Can I ask a question first? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How did you get the phone number? That's a good question. So at the end of every trailer that goes out, basically, um, they'll do a pop-up where it say it says text, I want to play a game to 310, blah, 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 blah. So that's where they show you at the end of the trailer if like you pay attention oh. enough. That's like where in, this, in this specific Saw trailer? Mm-hmm. For, this, um, for the new one that yeah. I believe is out. So. It is out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So it's for Lionsgate information like that it's basically like for lion yeah for lionsgate information and learning more about um the film basically but this was meant to be done kind of like before it actually came out right right interesting so we're a little late to it but with that being said how do you guys think this was received do you want to go first you want me to go first i mean i can i i kind of think it's a flop like you're asking for information too fast you haven't provided value um uh, and again, I just I'm probably too ADD, ADHD to pay attention at the end of a trailer. I'm just like on to the next thing. But I, I don't like that they you had to do a bunch of things before you got a text message. I think that you should have been able to play the game, and then you're kind of sticking through it. I get why they're asking for all that information. I'm sure there's a double opt-in for all that stuff. But at the same point, I mean, you're getting a phone number that's like texting you. You kind of you're starting to get some information. Like, do you really need to immediately say, hey, sign up for my newsletter? You're like, no, I, I want to play a game. I want to go on this experience. I want to be engaged. I, that's kind of, I think they flopped when they immediately, and there might be some legal reason that they have to do it. But I don't like the fact that they immediately ask you for all that info. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Like, you, it's almost like you have to go through the game. Then it's like, all right, if you enjoyed that kind of thing. But I think, I don't, maybe I won't go as far as to call it a bot. But I will say, I think it's a very interesting thing that they're include you know shocker i've never seen saw but i understand the premise of the movie because my dad really likes the movies mm-hmm. um but it is really cool that they made it interactive and they found a way to get their audience involved and i think if you're really a fan you will kind of give your information without you know thinking of i did granted <laughs> it's true um you're not like oh let me think really long and hard about what i'm signing up for i think if you're a fan and you're into it you're like yeah, I want to play a game. I want to see what's going to happen. So I, I do see what you're saying from like a marketer's brain, but like from a fan's brain, I think it might be, might be kind of a bop. I agree. I, I just think we th- should call it a blop. <laughs> a blop is a good blop. idea. I mean, that's why I asked like, what, what did you get with the newsletter? Cause if it's Lionsgate stuff, I'm like, uh, what? I don't yeah, that's right. like that's you just, so it? I didn't get anything. As of right now, I literally did this this morning. Maybe they make you wait a little bit. So I don't know if you have to wait a little bit or what, but like I personally haven't gotten anything. I haven't checked like my promotions or my um my social folders in my email yet. But um yeah, it's just like the second you do it, it's like, well, welcome to like the Lionsgate community and there's a big picture of like um like the saw poster, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, it's, maybe it's odd, I could see like A24 doing it and being like, yes. oh, yeah, this is dope. I want to mm-hmm. see everything. This is a big heart. This is where we really get spooky for you. But I, I could see A24 putting out something like, cool, I added this. Mm-hmm. But like the Saw franchise, I would say like if it was more Saw focused and it wasn't Lionsgate, maybe that's what put me off. Yep. It's like, yo, Lionsgate, you ain't A24. Like mm-hmm. you, you just 
Don't I think do what would have been cooler is if you didn't have to add Lionsgate to your contacts, and it was rather <laughs> like right. make True. it the main, you know, make it the main guy part make of it like Billy, the song. yeah, make it Billy, like make it something like that. So like it made it less scary being like, all right, well now I got to go through Lionsgate <laughs> to just solve the guy's riddles, like yeah. yeah. So I would consider it like you guys it's are saying, blop. we've got how, a blop. How long blop. did you text Billy for? Don't, don't, you know, don't worry about it. I'm going to text him and just like have a conversation with him and then get blocked probably. <laughs> but um, that's my goal is to get blocked by Lionsgate. So <laughs> hope they're watching this. Anyways, it's technically speaking like it. I don't know if it fully like contributed. I was on like Reddit and the amount of people who talked about how awesome it was to Ooh. like do the riddles. Like there was obviously there was more, more um, positive reception to it than there was negative but then when you look at the film itself like knowing it is just the saw franchise and everybody just wants to go see the film it was the biggest success out of the entire franchise for this film it had an 83 on rotten tomatoes which again could be better but as of right now and it just came out there's 30 it has it's made 31.2 million in the box office wow. which is a lot for you know just coming out but that could just be a number of things like just the fact that it's the franchise rather than you know this but i thought it was an interesting way to market a film and doing something new when like you've had so many of the films already i mean you're right too in the sense that like this is a random thing that i just happened to be listening to a podcast about but like the saw franchise was going downhill even spiral didn't really get that no, many yeah. viewers so the fact that you're saying this is one of the best received ones in a long time like I'm I'm wrong. It sounds like it was a bob. It, it seems it's working. Yeah, don't listen to Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Boo. I just don't like you giving Boo, your information Kyle. out. My bad. No, I was with you on that. I was like real. I was like at the, my initial response was like really like yeah. No. I would have been. Just gonna, it took a while yeah. too. I was like goddamn like yeah. But I, I feel like if you if you made people wait till they already got through the game, mm -hmm. it's like, well, then why would I give them my information now? I already yeah. did it. That's so true. If That's you're going, point. if you're going to give it, I feel like it might have to be at the beginning yeah. because if it's not, people might not actually do it. Like mm -hmm. people, I think people will still do it if they I, I could see first. the both side. I could see someone being like, Oh, well, why do I give a crap? I'm deleting line. The game's over. Cool. Delete Lionsgate versus, Hey, Oh, you provided a cool experience. I'm not immediately going to remove you from like my contacts yeah. and stuff, but like, I could see like, Oh, cool. I did the game. I don't need this anymore. Bye. Which yeah. some people just want the download. So that yeah. works, works. I know whatever works. It was just, you know, something unique, but also at the same time, didn't know if it like fully landed, mm -hmm. um, moving on. So we're going to move on to just like advertising in general, and we're going to go off with fast food right now. I don't know if you guys heard it, but in Japan, they did a thing which reached the United States where they had the Halloween Whopper at Burger King. Oh, yeah. The black one, right? The black. Oh. I have not heard the of black this. Bun, oh. And I'm going to put up a picture of it for those of you who don't know. Insert picture here. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, so the bun's literally black and basically it's just like a, it's a charcoal bun, I guess. Mm. But um, naturally people like were attracted to it because like. It's something so like gross looking that you're like, well, I gotta try it. It's probably gonna taste. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people it's probably true. just wanted to see the hype and stuff. But um, it did. I'm I'm curious to know first your opinions, whether it's a bop or flop. Before I tell you the aftermath <laughs> of, you know, what went through people's bodies. The after aftermath the of the aftermath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> it's interesting. I don't know that like I would have made the bun black. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the specifics of the idea are not so great. I will say I think it's interesting when you know companies do like limited time like holiday things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of even like Grimace's birthday when they did the Grimace shake. Yeah. Everybody wanted to try it, and there was a whole social trend attached to it. And we can go down that whole road oh, if God, we wanted yeah. to. But essentially, my point is that people, if there's a limited time item that you know it's only during halloween it's only during spooky season i right. can't get it anytime yeah. else mm-hmm. people are going to want to go try it even though the bun's black because they're like i want to be in on it i yeah. want to know what's disgusting. happening yeah that's yeah, shamrock shakes shamrock shakes yeah. it's a, a point. pop for sure like yeah. listen this one might not take off but like i love like you're saying any anytime a restaurant like those fast food like go all in mm-hmm. like hey for this month only we do this specific thing yeah. I think that works. Like eventually, like it catches on. People want this. I mean, listen, I love the Happy Meal, like Halloween box. I grew up with that. Always loved that thing. I know they brought that back for nostalgia's sake. And it was only like it was marketed towards older like people. It wasn't just for kids with that. So like I love when when if you, if a company goes all spooky and is down to do like black spooky bun, like I love that stuff. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys it was a massive flop. Yeah. Oh. In, you know – in the beginning stages i could see how like it drew like a lot of attraction which it did a lot of people like it worked in a way but the the aftermath was the reason for this flop which you know it made people's um yeah yep green yeah oh which shamrock shakes shamrock shakes yeah no but it literally turned you know yeah, yeah stuff yeah. green um so the <laughs> hashtag uh hashtag green poop trumped the actual like oh no halloween whopper i mean i guess all good all press is good press right yeah i don't know know, whopper whopper (laughs) green poop (laughs) boom flip it yeah Yeah. right but you know they ended up i think learning from their mistakes Mm -hmm. and now we have just an orange bun i was gonna say why didn't they just make it an orange one now there there is one with black like sesame seeds and stuff like that that makes sense orange bun black sesame seeds and if that's not that far off from the actual color of the bun right that's like the natural first choice that they should have gone to anyways you'd think yeah it's super odd but in a way it was a bop that led to a flop i guess yeah a flop that led to a bop a flop that led to a bop i don't know it was a bop to get people to see it. It was a flop in terms of everything. the actual <laughs> execution. The idea was good. The execution, not so much. Um, all right. <clears throat> so we're going to move on to um, basically like shoes and brand designs that are like more specific to the holiday. Um, so the one that I have seen recently is the Nike shoes that are the swoosh is orange and then they've got the black like trim and outline and then they're just ooh, white ooh. so what do you guys think about like designing shoes not as much clothes because you see enough of those in target and god awful mm, yeah that's true some of them um what do you guys <laughs> think about when it comes to like designing specific shoes when it comes to like holiday themes like would you buy them possibly or like how much attraction does that have to yeah you? i think you know, you and I love shoes. We do. But uh, I don't know that I would necessarily personally buy them. Mm-hmm. I will say I think something like shoes opposed to clothes is a good idea because people collect yeah. sneakers specifically. Um, like all the limited time stuff or like I'm thinking of like, you know, I know there was some basketball shoe that did like a SpongeBob theme and like that was cool and unique and, you know, it might not be a shoe you wear, but it's like a collector's item. Right. So I think it might be like if you're an everyday shoe wearer, no, mm-hmm. but 
if you're a collector of sneakers, like it might be a good idea. It'd be like yeah. same kind of concept as uh, McDonald's doing the limited time burgers or whatever. You only have um, this one time to buy this sneaker. Right. Get it now, I guess. Yeah, I'm not a sneakerhead, so it's hard for me to sit there and say, like, I like it. Like, I walked into the outlets last weekend, and basically it was like, I'm here for your dad's shoes at New Balance. And they're like, anything <laughs> else? I'm like, no, nah, I just want to be comfy. <laughs> I yep. want the crispiest white you got. And uh, walked out pleasantly surprised and happy. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree with the – like, I love, buy into it. Like, so Nat, Natty Light – I'm not sure if I'm stealing anything that mm-hmm. you're going to do. So Natty Light, love a Natty Light, love to chug a Natty Light, went to Florida State, that's what we drink. <laughs> And Halloween, they do Natty Fright, which they take their can and they put spooky ghost color like font and like it's black. It's got like uh, pumpkins. It's got skeletons. I love it. I actively go to find the Natty Fright. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, that's so funny. But like I think it's something with Halloween in general, too. It's, it's becoming bigger and bigger. It's becoming more of not just kids going out and trick-or-treating. So when companies do stuff like that, like, yeah, I want to go buy a Natty Fright. I want to go yeah. like – Probably not going to eat the green poop burger, uh, but mm-hmm. like I do like when they they buy into that stuff and they kind of twist their own kind of logo and have fun with it because it makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are buying into Halloween right now. Yeah, I think it also is a different conversation entirely for things like food and like the Natty Fright and the McDonald's burger um, versus like shoes because the you know the spooky foods are something you eat, drink, yeah, yeah. and then it's gone. It's consumable, yeah, right. It's consumable. A sneaker is something you buy and like you have it and it's like all right are you gonna are you gonna wear it can you just wear it for that limited season like how much you know i guess return on investment i don't know do you get for buying that one shoe unless you're a sneakerhead that thinks i want to or this limited time if thing. you have spooky in your heart, spooky can be a year long Spoo- thing. I feel like I'll I, tell I you know that much it is. Brooklyn <laughs> and your daughter are like spooky year round people so uh, yeah, i guess she does love the spooks no matter what. <laughs> and i get her. <laughs> I really do. I resonate with that. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to move on. We are our last little thing we've got here is going to go back to another film, which we've kind of mentioned earlier, which I don't, you haven't seen it. Megan. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Have you seen Megan? I've watched a little bit. I, I know what you're going to probably refer mm-hmm. to. So yeah, yeah. I hope we'll see. It's a, you know, about the robot girl who was designed by a woman to keep her niece company because she was lonely and had no friends um, well, is it because her parents died and she couldn't like she had no idea so many things Spoiler alert. she went to live with her aunt or something and, and her aunt had, had no idea how to handle trauma so yeah. she gave her this doll, oh the doll so, so, problem it's itself. a little darker than i just made it seem <laughs> um anyways <laughs> so they <laughs> the nervous laugh yeah right um so they made there was like women who would go out into like cities wearing the same dress and there's a specific dance scene from megan where she's just being creepy as ever like it i you know and so they had them like it's kind of like the smile movie like we talked about last time where people would go like even on good morning america like they had the people from smile like just stand there like behind the windows and stuff so this is kind of like the same where these girls would go out and just like dance and like kind of go at people and stuff like that but it was pretty like interactive as well and engaging in a way but also really freaking creepy if you see like a a woman in a dress just like doing the creepiest dance like and the just, flailing her arms around yeah, yeah. 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 i know exactly what dance you're talking it was about. on tiktok like, yeah people yeah. were doing the dance on tiktok yeah. which yeah. also kind of contributed in a way to like the marketing of that film so i want to know what you guys think flop, i mean flop on that one it's, I think it's a uh, absolute bop that like mm-hmm. 
fact, Marissa, who hates horror movies, knows it. I think you talk Marissa's more. Marissa's always always the uh, the one to tell <laughs> yeah. for these. This is because mm-hmm. Brooklyn likes to torture Marissa. <laughs> I do silently. sometimes. But like the fact, like, and I think you you spoke to it, right? It, it is like TikTok is it's a marketing tool if you use it yeah. correctly, and you using it correctly is creating viral moments things that like people can replicate the wednesday from the adams family that dance took Mm -hmm. off that show became a banger wasn't a great show it was basically a cw show on netflix (laughs) like with c like spooky uh filter on it but i mean that like using in tons of companies tons of pr people are actively trying to not create the viral video in tiktok they're trying to create the viral trend that everyone does that yep. they can connect back to. Again, like yeah. the Grimace shake. Yeah, the Grimace shake. Like, it reminds me of like when everybody was making those Barbie memes. I mean, we did it. Yeah. We, 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 we did the, the This Ken we is, fell. it's yeah. the that same team. thing. It's like yeah. figuring out how to take your movie and put it into a trend. So it's not just like you're saying, one thing that goes viral. It's something that, you know, Everybody can learn that dance that right. Megan did, or everybody can put their face into the little, you know. And they're like, what's that, that from? Did. Oh, it's from the Megan right. movie. Yep. I got to see this. Like, what is this about? Like, why is like this exactly. dance is creepy? Yeah. So I think maybe the TikTok dance trend part of this conversation was more of the bop. Maybe the, the people going out, like, into the world wearing those dresses, that seems a little bit like a flop for me because i feel like i don't know i would walk the other way i wouldn't be like let me investigate this more but that might just I'd be say me also be a little tough to know what was going on yeah like, if you haven't seen anything for the film like the trailers or anything i'd also be like what the you know like, yeah it also what? depends on where you are like i don't know yeah, maybe that's, that's how somebody right. dresses every day and i'm who am i to judge too, yeah right? exactly but um, like i mean you can't see like you get used to like seeing the influencers in the wild, right? The people yeah. doing the dance trends around there. Like, mm-hmm. I think it, it is kind of blending that, that kind of already sort of exists of like influencers will go out in the middle of places that they shouldn't be. And they'll sit there and dance and act like, Oh, look at me. All these people aren't paying attention to me. Yeah. Like, I think they're kind of biting onto that sort of TikTok trend in a sense. But like, I see what you're like, you're also kind of rolling the dice on like, how much are you going to do this? Where are you going to do it? What's the reach? How do you even measure this type of stuff? To, did yeah. it work? Right. It also kind of reminds me of um, a less... Um, actually, I was going to say less spooky example, but that's it's not really true. Have you seen um, the robots in the stadium for the Chargers game as of late? To promote, no, um, to promote the movie The Creator. It's about um, oh, AI and robots yeah. taking over. So they had robot people sitting in the stadium for a Chargers game. And I think they just did it at a Chargers game. I can't remember. Yeah. But it reminds me of the conversation we had last time about Smile and how they had people at baseball stadium, parks. Like, yeah, they're putting exactly. people everywhere. So I feel like that's, that's a little bit more bop-y than having somebody just kind of like in the city walking around in this costume because it's like you know it's going to get attention from you know the cameras are going to cut to it um and advertise about it and people are going to see it and be like whoa what's that um so i mean it's a little spooky because it's like robot people that look super real but it reminds me of that too yeah Yeah, i mean it ended up the film itself ended up being bop you know i've seen it I forget. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it because I I heard it was a flop, but <laughs> I thought it was a flop. But in in general, it was oh, a right. flop. Like it was a ninety one percent around tomatoes. Again, one hundred and seventy nine point one million dollars at the box office. Yeah. that's a lot of money. Wow. There's a Megan two coming out, right? Is yeah, there? They're yeah. making a second one, which oh my I don't think should happen. Like I like again. Like, you get a horror icon. You get to do that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Right? Like I'm. It's subjective to everybody, but like I think from like the people I've asked, like a lot more people said they didn't like it than they did like it, despite like the, it had like, it was 
critically acclaimed in a way. Like we started talking about Saw Ten. Like it, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like yeah, at the end of the day, there. doesn't take a lot of money for them right. to create certain horror movies. And like, hey, if I got a franchise that I know I can get mm-hmm. this many people coming to the theater for, that's great. Yeah. yeah, that was the same as like Talk to Me, like the oh, yeah? film I was telling you about. How they there's like a hand in it, and you have to touch the hand. Whatever you talk to goes. So they made an actual hand to sell to people. So with that being said, like by doing these things, how much is too much in your opinion when it comes to marketing? I know you guys know this best. Like, how can you up the techniques with marketing when it comes to like these holiday themes and like bring that spice without making it too over the top? Like some of the things that we've talked about. I mean, if if the your prospects or the people viewing or digesting the content don't understand or doesn't kind of align with your values and your goals and stuff, it's too much. Like you don't need to go crazy with Halloween if like you don't really sell anything or there's no real reason to bring an audience there. Like Natty Light's fine, right? Natty Light's a beer, like cool, we got a little specialty can, might drive a little bit more sales and stuff. But if I'm doing something like for five tool, like we can have fun with it, but like if we just went like we only do spooky for this month, like would it necessarily make sense when uh, a prospect or someone who kind of comes to us in a B two B sense is watching our content, be like, wait, what? Like, okay, cool, they have fun, but like, why the entire month are they? They only right. talk to us like Dracula, like blah blah blah. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> only have interactions <laughs> with clients like to Dracula. Our meeting. Blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm going to bite your neck. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to know if we could live stream this (laughs) commencement speech. (laughs) No, that's so true. Uh, Marissa, do you have any thoughts? I think the only thing I can think of is like, it's almost better. And obviously you can't really control this, but it's almost better if the, your audience does the work for you. You can't hit, hit your audience over the head too much with what you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. I'm going back to the grimace shake, you know, obviously they they have a limited time thing. And then there was a whole TikTok trend that they didn't even expect to happen, but then they like kind of leaned into it and they were okay with it. And it's that worked because, you know, just the audience took it and ran. So I think as long as you don't hit your audience over the head with it too much and kind of let them do the work, I think it can be effective, but sometimes you can't always control that. Good points. Yeah, just know your brand, know your values, know your mission, and know what you're trying to say out there. So don't let it get ahead of you, like especially if it turns into like, oh, we throw the grimace shakes at, like we do the dive bomb, we do something like that. Like, no, that got away from your brand and stuff yeah. and what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, <laughs> another question: uh, What do you guys personally like seeing, like from a content um, standpoint and like marketing? Like, what do you like to see when it comes to like holidays and? I don't know, Halloween, just like this episode. Um, ooh, that's, I might need a th- second to think about that one. You can go first. I mean, like, I'll say I love when they, they buy in. I love, like, especially consumer products and stuff like that. Like, they're, again, back to Natty Light, but they put out a T-shirt that was Natty Fright. And, like, I'm like, I wanted that T-shirt mm-hmm. so bad. i constantly looking at the website to do that stuff. I like when they... They put a fun spin on it. I like Halloween. I find the I like the whole kind of vibe and all that stuff. So, I like when they do that. Uh, but then holidays, yeah, like Christmas is going to be here before we know it, um, and then they go kind of all in. So, I think it's fun times to kind of really enjoy that moment and kind of have that time that like things are happening. So, yeah, I'm I'm all for change up your logo, be a little spooky blood. Uh, 
if it makes sense. You don't yeah. need I don't need to like walk into like a TJ Maxx and they're going blah blah blah. But I want to walk into TJ Maxx and have their entire Halloween section be like, look at that, look at that, I want that. Yeah, and I think you guys are good examples specifically for Halloween because. Holidays, people, every, and everybody's different. You're going to buy into a different holiday. Like, everybody has their favorite holidays, mm-hmm. ones that they go all out for. Like, maybe you go all out for Halloween. You decorate, you mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's Christmas. Then maybe that's your holiday. Right. But I think that's a good way. Holidays are a pretty universal thing to um, speak to people about and, like, create products for um, because everybody obviously knows about them. So everybody has their favorite. Um, and that's a good way to kind of get people uh, that way. And I had another point that I was going to make, and I don't remember what it was going to be. No, but yeah, go to what what holidays make sense for your brand and stuff like that. Yeah. Like consumer products can make sense to kind of be okay with most holidays and stuff. But like you're saying, it's uh, like if you're not a store that would really work with that type of holiday, don't go out of your way to like make sure you're talking about that. Yeah, so. um, I'm thinking about you know how pumpkin spice has blown up. Like every like fall is like all about pumpkin and pumpkin yeah. spice. Yeah. Like and everybody loves it. Like not everybody, but like you know a lot of people buy into it. And like you know I go to Starbucks and for this month I'm only gonna buy pumpkin drinks. Yeah, like absolutely. I think it is smart to go all in on holidays because that's kind of what people are gonna care about. Yeah, and it makes them like look forward to it every single year. Yeah, exactly. It's like, a t- Temple event, right? Mm-hmm. You're paying attention. Oh, great. This is coming. I'm sure you're going to move more products. You're going to kind of have that type of conversation where it's, mm-hmm. oh, cool. And you're going to keep people guessing and be like, oh, what are they going to do next year? Right, like, right. what are they going to do yeah. next Halloween? I think that's a good way to kind of keep people on the hook. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining this episode and being, Marissa, being our test subject. Always. You know I'm always here for it. Let's do Absolutely. more spooky bops or flops. Mm-hmm. Well, for this spooky season, we conclude with... Bopper flop, and we will see you next time on the Create Smarter podcast. We will suck your neck. Blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs>